What's going on? It's your boy, Che Cole, and you're now tuned in to episode 163 of the Cold Therapy Podcast entitled Debt-Free Journey. Let's get into it. your boy Che Cole and super excited to hop into another episode of the Cold Therapy Podcast so let's get into it. This time we're talking about the debt-free journey Uh, and if you didn't know if you're new to the Cold Therapy Podcast this is uh, actually how we started the podcast. We started with talking about finances and so uh, what makes me qualified to to talk about this um, in 2019 August 15th so I just celebrated uh, the fourth uh, year anniversary of being debt-free but uh, in August on August 15th 2019 I made my last student loan payment um, and that eliminated all debt to my name at that moment in time and uh, something I've been able to uh, continue to withhold to this day. So I'm uh, just grateful for that. And as I reflect, like it's hard to believe it's four years. Um, and so that um, milestone is something that I'm proud of and, and look to encourage those who may be wrestling with things like student loan debt or, um, you know, different different debts or, or things of that nature. Um, and so I'm just going to share uh, how that even happened and um, how I'm grateful. I know that student loan forgiveness has been a topic in the news uh, and um, back and forth, like they were going to forgive student loans and um, things of that nature. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think it is a crisis that our country is facing. So this episode is a little less on the spiritual side, but uh, I'll get into how uh, faith played a role in that as well. So graduated in 2017 from undergrad. And uh, at the time I had uh, about $24,000 in student loan debt. And so uh, for those who also don't know, I went to Methodist University in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which at the time was about $40,000 a year <laughs> to go there. And uh, during my tenure there, I was a RA, so uh, room, and, room was covered, not board. Um, room was covered. And so um, that decreased. Uh, I had about half in scholarships. Um, and so uh, my mom did have to take out some student loans. Uh, like the parent plus loans and things of that nature. But the science in my name was 24,000 at the end. And I finished in three years, y'all. So I finished my degree in three years. And so imagine had I stayed for the fourth year, uh, we're probably looking at 30 at least. Um, And so that was one of the motivations of of getting out (laughs) as quick as I did or, or trying to achieve that goal as well. So, uh, graduate with around 24,000. It was right at that. I think I did make a payment, uh, before I graduated to bring it down some, uh, to the 24, um, because on top of being an RA, I worked, um, 
as a assistant supervisor in the tutoring center as well as I had work study. So I was uh, I was doing pretty good for uh, someone that only had jobs that were on campus and taking 18 credit hours a semester. So anyway, um, the goal was, so as you know, if you've listened to the previous episodes, I did uh, continue my education by pursuing my master's. And so one of the benefits of doing that was uh, since I was still enrolled in school, interest was not accruing on the the loans that, um, like the, I've, I know it's unsubsidized and subsidized loans, uh, whichever ones still draw interest, but you don't pay until you, you um, are not enrolled in school anymore, at least half time. Those were not accruing interest at the time either. And so uh, during the time uh, of graduating and starting my job, I I started uh, my job in July. I started graduate school in August. Uh, Of course, there's a six month grace period anyway, so I would have had at least six months um, to to do that. Um, So uh, the first semester of college, um, luckily, my company had a benefit in which they would reimburse you for um, for your classes. And so. Uh, I did take out student loans for my first semester of graduate school. And so what I did was I took out those loans. And while I was um, going through school, um, it was just me, single, right, um, making a about an average salary um, for a recent grad at the time. But I was still living like I was living like a broke college kid, y'all, like ramen noodles still, peanut butter sandwiches and uh, cereal, you know, the whole thing. And um, yeah, so I um, I went that route. So it kept my expenses low. I didn't go out and buy a car. I'm still driving a car um, that, you know, I've been driving since college and things of that nature. Um, and so um, didn't have any of those expenses. Um, coming out, so living like a, a broke college kid still, um, taking my lunch to work every day, uh, rarely splurging on anything. Um, all of my money uh, was going towards paying off these loans um, because I set a goal from the get-go that by the time I finish my master's, I want to be completely debt-free. And so uh, made those sacrifices, like uh, wasn't going on vacation uh wasn't taking extravagant trips and, and really just being frugal with uh, my money and things of that nature is how I did it. Like there's no magic formula. There's no um, recipe for it uh, or, you know, just program or anything. Uh, during that time, I was um, looking at different methods and uh, following Dave Ramsey. I did not follow his approach. And so what I did in terms of paying them off Again, you had the subsidize and the upsubsidize. Um, so I wasn't really paying attention to that. I was actually looking at um, the interest rate period. Um, so uh, I was paying, I paid off the ones that uh, were accruing, accruing interest uh, regardless of you know your um, student status, your enrollment status. I, I paid those off first based on the interest rate. I didn't go the Dave Ramsey route where you, to lowest, to, uh, lowest amount to largest amount, the snowball method. I did what they would refer to as the avalanche method. So I was looking at interest rate um, because I knew I was disciplined enough to look at 
the money behind it. I'm a very analytical person. And so uh, I was looking at the interest rate instead of looking at the amount. And so I paid off. Uh, I was I was probably putting at the beginning of my career, I was probably putting at least six to seven hundred a month uh, towards it. Uh, and like I said, I didn't have to make a payment or anything like that. Um, during this time because I was still considered enrolled in school um, but again it was my goal to finish paying them off by the time I finished with my master's and so after uh, you know seeing it <laughs> knocking one out because I think it was like six in total of various varying amounts right because you had three years two semesters so six six loans maybe something like that and so um, you know, knocking those out and um, bonuses and tax returns. Uh, I wasn't splurging or spending those. Um, the other question I get typically is what about your emergency fund? So I did save up an emergency fund uh, of about three months of expenses. And so, um, so that I would have that just in case of an emergency of some sort, right? And that I didn't touch. But everything else, after I built that, everything else was, you know, as Dave Ramsey suggests, towards towards my debt and things of that nature. So, uh, like I said, tax returns, bonuses, all of that was pretty much going towards the debt. And so did I achieve the goal of being debt free by the time I graduated? I graduated in May of 2019 and I still had debt, y'all. Um, I was highly upset. <laughs> but so from May until August. So is that May, June, July, August, three months later, I was able to achieve the goal. And um, yeah, one of the, let's look at some scripture here, right? And one of the, the biggest things that I think I, I took to take this approach is, uh, and I've already talked about this scripture on the podcast, uh, but Proverbs 22 verse seven says, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. Uh, I think original King James says slave to the lender. And so that was really the motivational force behind um, pushing towards achieving this goal. Also seeing how it has plagued not only the African-American community, but the millennials at large and, and young adults at large in terms of massive debt amounts and how people couldn't afford homes and couldn't afford different things um, that we would love to enjoy. Uh, and so uh, seeing those different things happen and, and take place, it, it really pushed me to want to do those things and want to get this out because I'm thinking generationally. Uh, generational conversations do not occur when you have children. Generational conversations happen the moment that you know that this is what I want to do. So I'm thinking generationally. I'm thinking about uh, my future wife, my future children, my future grandchildren, right? Uh, the Bible also says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, how do I prepare myself for these things that are taking place? And I think that's what a kingdom mindset looks like, whether I was going to say a kingdom man, but I think a kingdom man and or woman, uh, their mindset has to be generationally. And I don't want to get there too much because I think we're going to talk about that at some point uh, in terms of generational thinking. 
right? Because everybody wants generational wealth, but can you have a generational mindset to even get there first? So uh, that was really the driving forces behind that decision. Uh, and the benefits of being debt free, y'all, is um, there have been so many different times where uh, I've had an emergency or family members have had an emergency, friends have had an emergency. And I can say, uh, because I'm debt free, because uh, I've been able to save money and invest money, um, I've been able to assist, right? Or emergencies, y'all, I just had to drop $1,000 on a car repair um, in the last few weeks. And it sucks, but it didn't cause a as big of a burden as it would have had I had, you know, student loan. And I understand that student loans are in a pause still right now, but it wouldn't have been, uh, it wasn't as big of a burden as it could have been because I had student loans to think about or, or this debt to think about. And so the freedom that comes with being financially free is something that uh, we as believers have to think about as well. And stewardship, um, how much more ministry can I do through giving, um, that has opened up doors. And, and like I said, thinking generationally, thinking about uh, the future for my family and being in a position to, uh, to purchase a home, to um, you know, provide for my family and have retirement secure and all these different things uh, to where I'm not a burden to my children or grandchildren uh, or to my mom even now, right? To my family now that uh, they don't have to bail me out of certain situations. And um, so like, hear me uh, if this is, has been your scenario or you, you aren't there yet financially, this is not to beat you up about it. This is just to show you an example of what can happen when you change your mindset, when you get serious about your finances, when you get serious, uh, or I understand that sometimes uh, your, your income doesn't dictate uh, or allow you to uh, make certain decisions. Like, you, like when I threw out the number of how much I was making a month, and you're like, I don't have that. Start with what you have, start uh, there. It is not inevitable to have debt. It's not inevitable that student loans will be your future forever. Use me as a, a witness, as a testimony to what can happen, to what can occur. Society is uh, driving home the, the fact that uh, we, uh, that student loans are, are uh, inevitable or, or whatever the case may be. And, uh, we need forgiveness. I want it to be in a position where the only forgiveness I need comes from Jesus, right? Um, and so in terms of um, bailing out financially and, and uh, things of that nature, I'm all for it. I hope someone asked me uh, when they first announced, like, how do you feel knowing that you made these payments uh, versus now they're talking about forgiveness? I said, I'm at the end of the day, uh, I'm still... Uh, able to make certain decisions now i've been able to make the freedom that came with it the peace of mind that came with it uh knowing that i didn't have it was worth uh the cost having the skin in the game to to do that um and so i just say all of that to encourage you that regardless of where you are on this journey uh you can do it it's not uh, something that you have to live with forever i think uh, it's important as we look at how we operate in ministry, how we operate as kingdom uh, people, the freedom and the flexibility that comes with it uh, is so important and so vital to uh, navigating and, and doing ministry and, and doing life 
uh, and, and thinking about it. And I think it's important, especially as a as a man uh, looking to provide uh, in a financial sense. Um, it, it's it's been a blessing again, not just to me, but to others, to my family, to my friends, uh, to be able to be in this position. And so it's something that I wish and I pray on uh, for each and every one that listens to this podcast and each and every person dealing with uh, student loans, um, because it is a crisis that I think society needs to tackle and address. And we have to educate ourselves uh, versus just signing papers and um, sending people down one path right so that's conversation for another day uh but yeah so i hope this uh testimony this journey sharing my journey of how i was able to do it um is inspiring uh and i pray that you are able if you have questions if there's more you want to know about this topic um feel free to dm me i'm not a financial advisor uh, or anything of that nature so uh, do your own research and, and all that good stuff disclaimer out there so that's gonna do it for this episode of the cold therapy podcast as always make sure you follow us on instagram facebook tiktok threads all that at cold therapy like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it on uh, follow us on youtube subscribe to the youtube channel uh, leave a like leave a comment um, just on if this video was impactful to you and yeah <laughs> let's be free y'all so um as always i'm your host Che cole and until next time peace